Production Ooh. values. Production Produ- values yeah, is what it is. Yeah. All righty. So hey, for, for those cool. of you that have just caught up to the the, uh, the Woodscast, we've been talking for about 10 minutes, and the recording was not going. So Just, just to be clear, we are recording now, right? Oh, fuck yeah. We're recording right now. Okay. All right. No, like when you when you uh, hopped out of the thing, it, it stopped it, and I, I hit start and it didn't start. So, hey, guess what? We're recording right now. So everybody, welcome to the Woodscast. Uh, we'll take a second take at this. It's not a big deal. It is Monday, uh, December 10th. We uh, didn't record last week, and uh, we got some... Uh, now I just feel like a dumbass, because we got to say all this shit again. Um, yep. But oh well. Yep. Um, but uh, yeah, so uh, we did record last week. Um, we took a week off because uh, my brother had to say goodbye to his, his uh, good friend. Um, but he's here with us, Shay. Say hello to the nice people again. Hello. Yeah, and uh, with again. us yeah, again, and also uh, to help us uh, discuss all the news that we had missed in the last week and a half, we got uh, my buddy John from the Bluegrass. What's going on, John Manny? Hello. And uh, once again, I'd like to say hello to uh, my buddy Adam Strider, who's uh, in the Mountain State. What's going on, Chief? Yeah. I'm getting a handle on this slowly but surely. You know, I got, uh, got to say, I'm, I'm excited to find out what happened the past two weeks because I, I get my news exclusively from the Woodscast. Well, that is a mistake. Yeah, that, <laughs> that's, that's got a you lot of... You have chosen poorly. Yeah, that's got a lot of problems. That's structurally a bad idea. Yep. But, um, but we'll try to... We'll we'll try, see what, yeah, when we'll, I miss all the podcasts that I like, I listen to this one because then Justin gives me a rundown of whatever, whatever yeah, exactly. has been said on all the other podcasts. That's... That's basically basically what we do here. Um, I mean, and, at least until halfway through when things get fuzzy. Right, and so yeah, that's that's the problem for everybody. But basically, what we want to do today is since we have a lot of news to go over, like I said before, I'm pretty sure that we can fix it tonight. So I got you know four liberal Democrats that were born and raised in West Virginia to just sort this shit out. You know, diversity is always the key there. You always want um, to really change it up. Well, let me let me tell you, um, I, I you're welcome for bringing the diversity to this podcast because I was actually born in Maryland. No shit. But... <laughs> oh, um, you're gone. You're out. Bye. All right. Um, so um, let's just do a quick rundown of numbers of, of today. So it's Monday. It's December 10th. Uh, we are in the 690th day of the Trump administration. We are in the 182nd day of uh, peace in our time with North Korea. There are no nukes in North Korea, last I heard, right? And um, we are 35 days out from the motherfucking midterm. We were just talking about this, but um, I don't want to go over it again. We still have a seat in North Carolina that's open. There's some voter fraud. Um, I I think we should come back to this after we get a little bit more information. So for those of you listening to this, you know, we, we talked about this for a couple minutes before we started recording, but it's um, 
it's actually there's there's some honest to god voter fraud. It looks like it was a guy that worked for the Republican candidate, and it's gonna it's funnier than shit because of course the Republican Party has been the party of voter ID for the last several years. Um, well, just as long as there was a black guy that was president, pretty much is what they really cared about it. Um, but yeah, that'll shake out. And it's gonna get uh, people are gonna go to jail. But um, we'll we'll revisit that in like a week or so when we get a little bit more information. Because I want to know who knew what and what when and where, and it'll be fun. Um, so let's just skip right the fuck over that. Um, I have some corrections I do want to make. Uh, the first correction was pointed out to me by Mr. John Maddie here. Uh, when I was talking about how racist uh, Cindy Hyde-Smith was uh, when she won her Senate seat, I said it was in Missouri, but it was actually in Mississippi, so that was my mistake. Although it's not like I uh, you know, mixed up Alaska and Florida so everybody can calm the fuck down. Um, Watch out. You'll, you'll offend That was actually somebody else in Mississippi. Yeah. What's that? I said that that actually was somebody else that pointed that out, and I gave you that one. Oh, okay. Um, the other thing I the other thing I messed up on the last podcast was we uh, confused uh, I confused Stephen Crowder with Trey Crowder. Stephen Crowder is the a hole that runs louder with Crowder, and and um, Trey Crowder Trey Crowder is a is the um, liberal redneck comedian that you'll see on Facebook. Uh, good guy, love his stuff. Um, really sorry to confuse those two people together. <coughs> now. Uh, let's, let's knock out this fun stuff and, uh, get back into the swing of things. We were just talking about the Avengers trailer. Uh, everybody saw it. I mean, it's apparently it set some record, like 289 million people watched it in a 24 hour period, which is all fine and fucking good. But I was just really tired of the him and and hall of will it be released today? Will it be released tomorrow? Will it be pushed back because, you know, Bush 41 passed away? Um, will I get to see it back to back? Uh, who will introduce it? Who gives a shit? Like, oh. Just as long as you tell me when the movie's coming out, I don't, I don't give a fuck anymore. Like, um, I'm so over it. I mean, here's the thing, and I know you, you agree with me on this. I fucking love Marvel movies. I get super pumped when the new ones come out. I have no problem, and they, and I'm the kind of guy you, if they just keep cranking them out and keeping them at this quality, I'll just keep going. And even if they start to suck, I'll probably still keep oh, seeing. Yeah. That's what booze um, is for. But at this point, I don't really give a shit about trailers or release yeah. news because they've gotten such a, a formula to it that I know what it's going to look like. Yeah. I know what it's going to sound like. I know who's going to be in it. There'll probably be a pretty cool plot twist or something. I mean, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen Ant-Man, the second one, they apparently he gets free of the subatomic realm because he's in this trailer. So um, I thought that was a weird choice uh, because at the end of uh, Ant-Man, the after credit scene, he was stuck in the subatomic realm. Uh, spoiler alert after the fact. Uh, but uh, so do it. hey, hey, there you go. I mean, if Marvel can do it, I can do it. So uh, you're right. It's kind of stupid how much people are hemming and hawing about that shit. It's, I mean, it, at this point, you know exactly what you're in for because it literally is like the same month every year. Well, well, and also, I think it's funny that people like they just it's almost like seeing the movie isn't the point anymore like for the next for the next almost oh, was april of next year is when it comes out like from here now until then they're just going to watch that trailer over and over and try to like decode it it's like or you could just fucking read a book and then watch the movie in april like fucking unflinch yep. but what <coughs> did you guys catch this trailer or is it just shay and i yeah i actually watched all the other trailers you sent me but i haven't watched the Avengers. Well, that's good. <laughs> I mean, you you've seen you have seen this Avengers trailer. Like, if you go back and watch the teaser for Infinity War, it's the exact same kind of shit. Like, it's I mean, you've seen it before. It's nothing new, but the movie's probably going to be great. So, fuck yeah, I can't wait. But I'm not going to watch a 10 minute video on YouTube about a three minute trailer. Oh yeah, yeah. not even that. Like two minutes, yeah. thirty seconds or some shit. 
I, I think I think a good thing, a good a good uh, allegory there is like I, I was I saw I think it was on Twitter somewhere. It's like my two year old can take forty seven minutes to explain to me a twenty seven minute episode of Paw Patrol. And I was like, yeah, I've been there. Like we've all been there. Yep. I've yeah. surprisingly caught myself watching some YouTube videos that I'm like, why am I watching this? So I, I couldn't rule anything out. Yeah. At, uh, at at risk of being deported from this podcast, I'm actually kind of exhausted with Marvel movies. You shut your whore mouth. <laughs> there's there's just so many of yeah. them, and there's so many characters. I can't get invested in any specific character, so therefore I don't like care about any of them. Kind of. No, th- th- there is a point to that. There there is a valid point there in that if you're gonna crank these things out six at six a year. Like, there there was a very there was a very good argument that was made about like the character of the Joker. Like when um, uh, what's his face did it for Suicide Squad? I don't know. Like uh, Jared Leto. Jared Leto. Leto. And it was not good. Well, <laughs> no. okay, yeah. A lot of people thought it was not good. A lot of people thought it was like a, an interesting take on the character. A lot of people Those thought people that are least, wrong. Well, okay. Uh, a lot of people <laughs> thought he should he should have been murdered in the street. Like I get that, but like. You can't have, uh, and then they made, and now they're making a Joker movie with, um, was it Joaquin Phoenix, right? Yeah. Um, so like, yeah. you can't have this this character. You either you're going to churn out eight movies a year based on this character, and it's just a thing, and we have a, a thousand different takes on it, and everybody just deals with it. Or if you really want to hold it as like fucking precious as you sound like it, then you don't churn one out every fucking two months, and, and you know, you, know, you do it that way, like. Yeah, it's just six and a half, you know, six, six and one half dozen the other, but like, you know, no matter what well, you do, somebody's gonna bitch. Let me put it. Let me put it this way. I think that of ever since Disney acquired both franchises, I think that the that the Marvel movies have had objectively better quality than the Star Wars movies. Yeah. But I have seen every Star Wars movie in theaters. I enjoy them immensely more on a subjective basis. Because I know what's going on, because they only come out one a year, and I can focus point. on them individually. That's a good point. Like I, I was, I did the math today. Like um, Avengers: uh, Infinity War made like one point four billion dollars. So that's about you know one hundred forty million people going and seeing it for ten bucks a, a pop, basically. You know, rough numbers. If all of those people actually bought a comic based on any of the characters in in that movie. Comic books, the comic book industry would be so just face fucked with money that all the comics I buy would now would drop back down to like the buck ninety five uh, price range I had back in the nineties, and it'd be awesome. But no, it's that's not how it works. They just go see the movie and go, "Oh, I'm a nerd. I'm into comics." I'm like, no, I'm a nerd well, because I know how many people have taken the moniker of Ronin that you all are shitting your pants about since Hawkeye. You know, never mind. I, I have touched a boob, by the way. I just want to throw that out there. I've touched boobs. Listen, listen. So, listen, listen. You listen. You listen. Well, I'm listening. So, those those trailers How are great. How are you right But, but I unbelievably <laughs> stoned. That's not the point. So, here's the thing, man. That trailer is great. Um, but it was frozen again. But in the last thirty days, I've lost my job. I have had to put my dog down. 
and that still cannot dampen my enthusiasm for Godzilla King of Monsters. No, oh, yeah. That shit <laughs> is so good. Yeah. I, my desk rose six inches. Like, yeah. I swear to God, it was fantastic. Uh, you know, that's why I don't give a shit about that uh, Avengers trailer. And I just, I, I just, I need to throw that out there. Like, this is, this is something that I've been waiting for since I was like fucking 10 years old. Yeah. Oh my God. So, yes. so in, in Shay's, uh, you know, bong out of mind there, he's come up with the perfect segue to uh, <laughs> um, the next one, which uh, which is the uh, uh, Godzilla 2 King of Monsters trailer just dropped, which is the second one. And it's got a, a great moment for each monster. So, so far we've seen, Shay, Shay's going to correct me. if I, Shay, what, what are the monsters? You're going to say them correctly. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fuck up all their names. So, I mean, Godzilla. Godzilla. You know, OG, everybody knows what he looks like. Yeah. Moth. Mothra. Rodan. And Rodan's like the big pterodactyl guy. Right. And then King Ghidorah, which mm. is the big gold three-headed dragon, which right. is kind of like the Vader to the Skywalker of the Godzilla universe. It's right. the monster that over like the 30-some-odd films they've had, he's consistently been like the villain that shows up and everyone goes, oh, shit, it's him. Yeah. And, I was just really it, impressed with how well it's done, how... The scale looks awesome. Like the settings look awesome. It's it's nothing but monster on monster, monster. You know, damn it. You know, was it? Uh, you know, ruin porn. But it's just so fun. It's gonna be so. Which fun. is which is look, Godzilla movies as far as quality. And I don't even need to see the trailer. Which I did watch the trailer. But I don't even need to see the trailer to tell you how this is gonna go. Godzilla movies are the Trump's approval rating of movies. Yeah, well, that's they've, true. That's true. They've got a. They've got a low ceiling and a high floor. We all know what we're getting. Yeah. And if you liked, it, and if you liked it coming into the to the theater, you're gonna like it coming out. If you didn't like it going into the theater, you're not gonna like it coming right. out. You know what you're getting. Right. There. I mean, it's interesting. What's that? I was gonna say coming out from somebody who's watched like who you know I I've got a I'm I'm looking here at this this toy I bought when I was like 17 or some shit that was an unreleased Godzilla toy. So Ooh, I got a lot Robotech. of dumb shit I've seen. Oh yeah. Ooh, Robotech. I have seen. Most of the no, I think all the Japanese movies and like this one is very clearly made by people for, with that attitude. Like there are shots in the trailer alone that are uh, almost frame recreations of shots from movies that were filmed in the 80s and the 90s in Japan. So it's really clear they. That's the problem I have with the first one is it had this real uh, hoity-toity pretense um, <laughs> of uh, fucking mystery. And, you know, like, I really care what the human characters are going to get into, especially oh. once Brian Cranston died. Everybody else is the worst. Yeah. So uh, actually, I mean, yeah, the rest of them are just fucking are just mind. fucking monster jam for all I care. Just squash them all. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they don't give a fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. those are whew, man. That shit looks great. I just I had, to, I had to. Um, mm. The other the other trailer I sent you guys and not like you had homework or anything. I just was watching them and, and they seem pretty good. Is apparently James Gunn is uh, fresh off his uh, ban of Disney, and he's made a new movie. It's called uh, Brightburn, and it's a it's basically a Superman origin story where Superman is what would you say like twelve ish maybe something yeah. like that. But let's yeah. be clear, it's yeah. not Superman. It's yeah. that same story, but it's 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 not anything related. Yeah. It, it's a super. It's yeah. It's there's no Superman. There's no ass on his chest or anything. But you know, it's the same fucking story. You know, uh, farming. Uh, you know, a husband and wife they farm out in the middle of fuck nowhere. Spaceship crashes. They pull a little baby out of the out of the the pod, and he you know grows up and he has extra superpowers. Except maybe, maybe, and here's the catch: maybe Superman wasn't too well adjusted. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's basically evil. I mean, that looks uh, like it's like yeah. part maybe part of his nature, and based on the trailer. Yeah, uh, I don't just, know. I really a... hope they don't cop out. I really hope it doesn't end up being this thing where like they they find something in the ship, like they flip a like he's being mind controlled or altered. He's really a good kid. Like I don't want that to yeah. be the ending. Like I really I want the ending to be a flash forward thirty years, and I see this like ruined hellscape that this kid has caused. Right. Um, but we'll see. It's like I told you, it, it looks like irredeemable. I'm thinking the waitress in the uh, the refrigerator or whatever. She's just a bitch, and yeah. she she totally she deserved it. Like, well, like turns it, out it it's know, propaganda. Like, remember, and she's super racist. Yeah, like, yeah. Remember all the you know the angst and and just fucking misdirected anger you had when you were like ten or twelve. And then yeah, imagine, exactly. imagine you could bench press a car, and yeah. how that would how that would change your outlook on whether or not I'm gonna fuck with this guy or not. You know. Yeah, oh, it's pretty neat. And, and Shay, Shay and I have discussed this offline, and we hadn't talked to you know uh, you or Adam about it, uh, John. But um, one of the things that we were talking about is we just need a uh, irredeemable movie, which uh, which was a uh, a comic from Boom Studios back in the nineties. Shay, am I am I not, am I making this uh, up? I don't know. I can find out for you. Nineties, um, it, it, is, it is Boom Comics. Yeah, I, I know it's Boom Comics. Um, but basically, the whole premise of the comic is 2009 that, to 2012. Oh, okay, cool. A lot later than I thought it was. Um, but basically, the whole premise of the comic is: what if Superman? <laughs> <laughs> what if Doing Superman? Some work there. Yeah. What? What if? What if uh, Superman just didn't give a shit and uh, like Lois dumps him and he just kills Washington D.C. like everybody in Washington yeah. D.C. and uh, it explores the fact that the actual Superman mythos is. Pretty much bullshit, but uh, it's pretty. It's a fun comic, but it's you know, you know, what what do, what do you do when when the one guy who's supposed to protect the entire planet decides to just murder everybody in every major city who looks at him cross-eyed and can't fucking do a thing to stop him? So, well, if that's if that's not, not a could you blame him? Could you yeah. blame him? Yeah. If that's not a metaphor for the the current state of the American presidency, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Like, and, and it, oh, it, it's a great comic. It's fun. It's fun. And 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 uh, Shane and I were bouncing back and forth, and it's it's apparently in development by a 20th Century Fox. It's been there for like uh, over a year or so. They've been they've been word crafting that that uh, script or anything. But um, uh, so also I don't want I don't really want to get into this because I might cry. But uh, Watership Down, Netflix is making a Watership Down. Uh, show which is absolutely horrible. Um, for those of you not uh, aware of this, Watership Down is a book about a war a warren of rabbits who get displaced from their uh, their little rabbit holes, and they go on a journey and they murder a lot of fucking other rabbits. It's fucking harrowing. Like I'm reading this book and I'm like ten. I'm like, oh cool rabbits. And then like the next page, like one uh, rabbit disembowels another rabbit, and he's like, see what I did to that rabbit, fuckers? I'm like, wow. Um, okay. Uh, that took a turn, but apparently they're going to make it on Netflix series, and I don't know if I have enough liquor in the house to watch that. But um, so this is a series, not a movie. Yeah, it's just, it, it's a it's a Netflix series based on a book. It's all CGI. They're all fluffy rabbits until they chew somebody's head yeah. off, and it's going to happen. It's now fucking. Horrible. I've I've read that the author has said that it's just a uh, book about rabbits, and there's no, no other type of. He is a liar. Because like, I mean, I've actually done some. I didn't know. I actually didn't know anything about the series till like sent me the uh, the link to the trailer and I kind of googled it. And 
Yeah. Saw that there's an original film. Oh, yeah. And that one's even more fucked up. It's, it's, an, uh, it's freaking nightmares. Yeah, it's it's an animated movie about rabbits like fucking murdering each other. It's, it's fucking insane. Uh, it, it actually looks worse than the one that, yeah. Yeah. All right, well, the other thing is Dale, Daredevil got canceled, and nobody can seem, seem to figure out why, but I guess that uh, nobody's going to fix that. But um, oh, I, I have a theory on that. I think uh, you're seeing all these shows get canceled because uh, Disney's starting their own streaming service, and mm-hmm. they own all those properties now, yeah, and Disney they're not going to produce something that's that violent for, for uh, because they've even said, I think, their streaming service is going to top out of, like, PG or some shit. Yeah. So um, that would that I, I haven't even watched the third. I've got depressed when I heard that. I haven't watched the third season of Daredevil. I was all pumped to watch it. Then I found I got canceled. I was like, "Fuck!" Um, yeah. I mean, on Adam's point though of overwhelming amount of Marvel movies, I kind of think the TV shows were out of control. Um, the quality had already started to dip. Uh, you know, Iron Fist was fucking shit uh defenders wasn't bad but it was okay uh you know luke cage was good daredevil was you know it 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 was too when you've got a a few movies a year to see that's fine but when you've got a few tv series to watch and each one of them is like 45 minute to an hour episodes and there's 10 to 20 episodes each that's too much marvel i just can't do it um i stopped giving a shit about agents of shield daredevil luke cage all of it i had never bothered with jessica jones even though i hear it's really good uh, but I just stopped giving a shit. So when I found out they canceled Daredevil, I was like, I mean, that's a bummer because it was literally the best one of all of them. Um, but yeah, it's just too much. So I, I don't think I'm going to miss it. I'll honestly probably start watching it now because for me, the the worst the worst thing about Netflix series is when I have to, after I watch the entire show in three days, wait another year for another season yeah. to come. <laughs> I, can, I can yeah. see that and, and actually like you know, the, the, the Daredevil one like I said like Shay said it, it was the best one it had some of the best uh, fight scenes um, I'll never forget like that first it's like the second or third episode of the first season of, that, of um, Daredevil like he's fighting in a hallway and it's just like wave after wave after wave of dudes and he's just whipping their asses, but after a while, he's so exhausted that he's literally just just leaning against a wall until he has to move. Like the last instant, he has to move. Like some guy, like there's like two or three guys walking up the hallway looking at him, like, "Is this dude okay? Like, did they kick his ass? Why is he just standing there?" And they walk up and take a take a swing, and this just like the second before that punch is going to connect, he moves and then beats that guy's ass. And, Moves down the line of asses to beat, and then like once he's done with those four guys, he just leans back against walls. Like, oh shit, I'm spent. You know, it's really, it's really good. You have Vincent D'Onofrio with uh, the Kingpin. You got a lot of great oh. characters. So I don't know. So good. We'll, we'll have to move that on. Um, the other thing that we um, we kind of missed not recording a podcast last week, and I don't really want to harp on this because the media has covered it pretty well. But anybody have any like? Uh, Lasting impressions of uh, the passing of George Herbert Walker Bush, Bush 41. So, I mean, 40, 41st president, excuse me. Um, a lot of his, a lot of his resume was impressive as shit, but it just, I didn't remember it because you always just remember him as the president. You forget he was a congressman. You forget he was a governor, if I'm not mistaken. You forget that he was a CIA director. You forget, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
I mean, he, he his his resume was was super impressive, and I guess the one thing I would say is that you know it's always it's always a shame to lose a, a, a past president, Democrat, Republican, doesn't really fucking matter. Um, and the media, I, I thought the media did a really good a good job of like doing the gambit of like lionizing him as basically a saint, you know, talking about how he did good things and bad things, you know. I mean, there was a the whole you know pardons for the Iran Contra stuff. There was the a lot of race baiting ads when he was running for president. And yeah, there's, you know, he had some fuck ups as, as president, but you know, there's articles that were like way in both sides. And then of course the, the articles that said that he should have just been, you know, murdered in the street. Um, it was, yeah, cross board. You, uh, you, you are mistaken in that he was not a governor. Was he However, a governor? Okay. He was not a governor. However, he was also, uh, the, uh, us, uh, UN ambassador, mm-hmm. uh, which, takes me to not not to go on too much of a tangent from the current conversation but i think that is a real reminder of the the downward step that that office has taken recently mm-hmm. uh and maybe you want to yeah into, no shit and yeah. maybe you want to get into that later instead of yeah. right now yeah yeah that's <laughs> that's like that's like the like we have a it's basically an avalanche of shit that's happened in the last week and one of those things is that um heather Nowert, am I saying that right? I believe that's how you pronounce it. Yeah, Heather Nowert uh, is now uh, been named is going to be named to our UN ambassador. Um, she was a Fox News anchor, then she became the UN spokesperson, and now she's the goddamn ambassador. Only uh, the best. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah. You, the, the, the the thing that it's funny because like I don't I'm I'm you know I I barely remember Bush. As a, as a like a daily public figure, I mainly remember uh, the SNL skits. Where it was a Dana Carvey played yeah, Bush? Dana Carvey. Those were awesome. Wouldn't be pretty. Um, yep. But the thing that uh, cracks me up about it is I think because he represents uh, a type of Republican that, I mean, for all we know, you know, let's hope Trump's an aberration and, and the next person that runs as a Republican and, and wins is a more traditional, you know, conservative, normal, not crazy, um, uh, basically Mr. Burns. Uh, but, uh, and, but, uh, you know, that maybe it's a fluke, but maybe it's not. And maybe that people are kind of lamenting. You're not just hearing people. A lot of the thread I heard wasn't people just lamenting Bush himself, but what he represented in terms of like civility, like the guy was always nice. Like that mm-hmm. was something you heard over and over again was like, he was a super nice guy. Like I never agreed with him, but damn it. I liked the guy. Cause he was a nice guy. Um, yeah, he did some fucked up shit, but it's uh, it you know, it's more of a like a good man who made some bad decisions and did some bad things more than he's like a supervillain. Um, so I'm curious, and this is what I kept thinking about: when Donald Trump dies, am I going to hear people talk about what a great dude he is, or is yeah. it going to be a lot different? See, that's the thing. Like, I, I want it, it's so it's going to be so funny to see the difference the way like in the because I mean the guy is almost eighty, right? He's in his seventies. You, you know, he's seventy-two. Yeah, seventy-two. So he's not almost eighty, but yeah, I, he, I mean, he's not in the way he. Just look at the motherfucker. He's not going to be around that long. He may, he may finish he, his term. He does out eat too much McDonald's. I mean, I'm not going to hate on the man for that. I fucking love Big Macs. That's not. A, let's not. You know, I do have some things in common with him, um, but I still don't don't look like he does. And uh, it, you know, it'll just be interesting to see the difference and how, like, because you know. Uh, Jimmy Carter's gonna pass. He's ninety in his mid nineties. He's um, ninety four, I believe. Ninety four, yeah. yeah. So 
you know, Bill, how Bill Clinton. So this, you know, this is going to continue to be a thing. It's going to be real interesting over the next few years to see like, oh man, Jimmy Carter, he made these mistakes, but he was a great guy. Oh, Bill Clinton made these mistakes, but he was a great guy. Oh, Donald Trump. Man, how about them Broncos? Yeah. Like, yeah, like no one's. I, it's going to be so interesting to see how that plays out. You know, I, yeah. I think what what that's going to come down to, and not not entirely, but what, what I think is flavoring our analysis lately is is what I would call an overreaction to hagiography. Because mm-hmm. there's 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 a legitimate critique that in the past and throughout our history, America has been overly prone to put our national leaders up on a pedestal and just not talk about their shortcomings and talk about every leader that we have ever had as a great man. And, and lately we've had a bit of a reckoning on that, but I think it has, there, there has been an overcorrection and you saw it with, you saw it with John McCain. You see it now with George HW Bush after they pass, everybody is kind of trying to preempt the hagiography and is immediately, you know, breaking out the torches and pitchforks about every bad thing they ever did in their life and won't admit to the fact that this was, at least on a personal level, a profoundly decent human being. Yeah. Everyone everyone who knew him personally liked him. Um, he had a, a civility to him. He had a sense of duty to him. But also he did these things that were either mistakes or, or they were, you know, flaws in character. Because everybody that has ever been president has been a human being, and right. everybody who will ever be president in the future will be a human being. Uh, well, and, hold on. Eventually, we're going to get to that whole head in a jar thing, <laughs> but that's neither here nor there. But we're, well, we're I, I think one way one way I would describe him would be uh, competent, and uh, you know that's kind of a contrast from what we have now. Um, but when you look at say McCain. Executive, um, but somebody that's a yeah, you're actually very competent and knew so much about what government does, and like like it's already been said, we might not agree with what he what he did. You know, he he really he was qualified to be the commander in chief. So that's kind of my take on it. Yeah, no, that's that's a good point. He was no, he was uh, George George H uh, W Bush was was hugely qualified to be the president and. And like you guys both say, like we put these people up on a pedestal. I mean, Gary Hart was the turning point, right? Like before that, before Gary Hart, you didn't you didn't go after somebody's like sex life. You know, if they were if they were having you know um, you know affairs on the side, you just let it go. Nobody talked about it. And Gary Hart was the turning point, and like Bill Clinton somehow like slipped between the cracks of that turning point, and then we are where we are now. Like right now, we have a sitting president who apparently we'll get to this apparently. Um, colluded with uh, his, his lawyer to to pay off two women that he quote unquote never had sex with, but he paid him over you know two hundred forty thousand dollars to shut the fuck up about it. Right before a I campaign. refuse to believe. I refuse to believe there is anyone anywhere that is honestly surprised Donald Trump did that. It was well, like a private transaction. All the shit that yeah, that I've, 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 I like of all the shit that I've I've seen seen the accused of. Uh, like this is this is one of those things like why well, I just don't think it's a really there are interviews with Trump where he goes on Conan O'Brien and like pulls out condoms and like plays with him while he's interviewing him and like they make jokes about him banging prostitutes and you're actually surprised that he uh, a guy who's a billionaire had sex with a porn star and then was well, like here's thirty grand don't talk about it let's now I- I'm not casting doubt on this 
No, I'm not saying you guys stuff. are. Wait, wait, but wait. There's a lot of people out there who are skeptical that's real. I'm, and I'm like, seriously. I'm not, I'm not before, casting. Before we move on, hold on. Before we move on, I want to say thing. one more thing about George W. Bush. George Herbert Walker books, I'm sorry. Um, one of the funniest things about his passing was not how America was going to deal with the passing of a president, but it was how everybody was surprised that Donald Trump was able to muster the very, the bare minimum of decency, like for like fucking four oh, hours, you know. I saw I I read people on Facebook were like we really should give him credit for handling this so well. I'm like, so he no. he didn't make an ass of himself. Right. He should like suck yeah. his cock. No, being a I mean not making a scene at a funeral is what you take a four year old to Dairy Queen for. Right. It's it's not something that you praise. Mm-hmm. A seventy-two-year-old man for uh, he would probably enjoy Dairy Queen. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, he totally would. Um, but uh, yeah, like I, I was listening to the, I was listening to some some radio um, hosts, uh, Mike Gallagher, who is the physical manifestation of everybody's crazy uh, conservative uncle in radio. Like from oh shit, like I want to say eleven to one or something here in, in Central Time. All of those crazy uncles will concentrate very hard on a radio studio in New York and this man manifest manifests into just pure pure stupid conservative light. And he was almost crying because the media wasn't giving Donald Trump credit for being decent at a funeral. It was hilarious. But yeah, so that that that's a thing. All right. So why don't we take a so the next the next thing we want to talk about is is this avalanche of shit that has come down on the Trump administration. I will do a rundown of what I think were the highlights of it. I want you guys to stop me and or interject things that I have missed. And it starts with uh, it starts with the Manafort plea deal being blown up because he lied. And it will end with, as of today, Maria Butina... Uh, is apparently ready to plead guilty and uh, play along with um, authorities based on her being a uh, Russian sequin agent cozying up to the NRA. So let's take a five-minute break and come back and knock that out so that everybody in the Eastern time zone can go to bed at a reasonable hour. How's that sound? Can do. Uh, let's put a pin in that waking up in a bush and no pants conversation. <laughs> and- okay. We'll get back to uh, what the hell's going on in D.C. now. So let me just let's, let's run down this and guys, stop me, pause me, you know, and I'm just going to run through this and then we can discuss it. So in the last like week and a half, two weeks, there has been an avalanche of just woo fuckery that has descended on the White House. And if I'm not mistaken, it started with the entire Manafort plea deal being blown up because he was lying to the federal um the Mueller investigation, so that went out the window. Uh, you've got Jerome Corsi, you know, Dr. QAnon, um, and uh, one of uh, Alex Jones's lackeys. Um, he said he was going to uh, enter a plea deal. He was going to sign a plea deal and plead guilty for uh, perjury. But then he decided he was not going to do that. He was going. He was not going to sign it because he had not lied and he was totally not crazy. Um, and that went out the, the window. And as of, I think, today or yesterday, Jerome Corsi is now suing Robert Mueller, the FBI, the CIA, UPS, USPS, you know, United Post, everybody he can think of for $350 million for making him, uh, for blackmailing him into lying about Trump. So whatever the hell that means. Um, 
so we had the Flynn sentencing memo, which the news media was really hoping was going to have more answers, but basically just said that he com he uh, co uh, cooperated um, very fully, fully, excuse me, with uh, the Mueller investigation, um, and they recommended no prison time for him. Uh, I think the big takeaway from that memo was that there was they they said he had cooperated very fully with a an investigation that was entirely redacted, so nobody knows what the hell that was about. So you know, it's another rabbit that's in a hat somewhere. Uh, Cohen, the Cohen sentencing, mem sentencing memo came out. Um, it recommended about four years and basically said that he uh, implicated Trump in uh, coordinating two felonies on Trump's behalf uh, in elect electoral fraud, which we kind of knew was the was a thing. But we now know that every time you've seen uh, individual one, they were referring to the president, sitting president of the United States. Um, this is what's that? Don't believe it. Yeah, um, this is a little bit more complicated uh, and problematic because it actually involves the Trump kids as well because that payment was um, uh, routed through the Trump organization and uh, their lawyers. So that could be that could that could be a, a big uh, sticking point for at least um, Don Jr. and uh, I don't know I don't know if Eric's smart enough to get in any trouble yet, but we'll see. Um, Man, I'd love to see yeah. John, Don Jr. getting down for fucking yeah. anything. So the stock market took a hit right in the tank, right in the taint, and uh, you know, kind of rebounded a little bit. Uh, Trump announced that uh, um, Kelly would uh, resign as his chief of, chief of staff just the other day, and he would be out by the end of the uh, end of the year. Um, he originally was going to take um, uh, Mike Pence's uh, uh, chief of staff, a guy named Nick Ayers. I don't know if there's any relation to Bill Ayers, but all right, not yeah. Um, but uh, that guy said, "Fuck no, I don't want to do it," because apparently he was going to have to agree to be uh, the um, the president's chief of staff for two solid years, so he wouldn't wouldn't do that. And now uh, Trump can't find anybody. Reports are John Voight, right? Yeah, John Voight threw his hat in the ring, but right now Trump Trump can't uh, can't find anybody that wants to take that job. Nobody fucking wants that job. Uh, as Adam was saying earlier, uh, Trump has apparently picked Heather now. I said it earlier. Now I can't do it. Now her, um, to be the UN ambassador, she like we said before, she was a Fox News anchor. Then she became the UN spokesperson, and now she's the UN ambassador, and she has zero experience in that job whatsoever. And as of this afternoon, uh, Maria Butina, who was the Russian agent who had cozied up to the NRA to um, peddle her influence there between the NRA and the Kremlin. And see whatever she could, and, and try to get her ass placed in um, some higher up places in the White House, and you know some kind of you know connected positions. She's apparently going to plead guilty and cooperate with the federal uh, federal um, authorities. I miss anything? That's been since, uh, since like last Wednesday. I don't know, man. Like that, so much has happened um, in the last. Uh, uh, last few days, there was a, uh, uh, there was one other thing that was just a blip on the radar that was really crazy. And I can't remember who it is, but there's some guy who was running, he had an Island called orgy Island that he was oh. a convicted pedophile and he got oh. off with a slap on the wrist. Uh, yeah. and a bunch of people were super pissed about that. And I think the relevance was the, is it has, it has something to do with, with uh, it's uh, someone involved as a Trump appointee or some shit. The, I don't, the, relevance, I the relevance is that uh, the current Trump administration secretary of labor, Alex, Azar, 
was the um, U.S. District Attorney for the Southern District of Florida at the time who cut that plea deal. Yeah. Yes, that's right. And I mean, that's and then nice. we're, we're talking about so that the so you're talking uh, about he, Jeffrey Epstein. He cut this plea deal. Yeah. And he yeah, that's it. And and for anyone that's not familiar with it, basically, this guy had a, a private island that he had nicknamed Orgy Island. Uh, and uh, they had a lot of underage uh, women working there performing sex acts. And, and my understanding is some of them were as young as 14. Um, and, and, and this is all on the record and Excuse good. But the, um, I, I need to correct my accidental fake news. That was yes. Alex. That was Alex Acosta. The labor secretary, not That's Alex Azar, right. the okay. DHHR secretary. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, okay. <laughs> labor secretary. As, as far as, far um, as we know, he hasn't done anything shady today. No, no, not today. Uh, not today. But I mean, and it's, uh, I mean, it's just ridiculous because, uh, again, it's it, it's so frustrating for me because of the hypocrisy of it. You've got all these QAnon loons uh, one wanting to take down this international pedophile ring run by Obama, but when the labor secretary, if they find out that. He gave this guy 13 months slap on the wrist. And by the way, he was allowed to spend up to 12 hours a day, six days a week in his private office instead of a jail cell. Mm -hmm. So he barely spent any time in jail. He still continued to work and do all that shit. He basically got away with it. Um, no one has a problem with it. So uh, that that was one that that was a weird one. That one just shot right by because it got caught in all the other hubbub. And it, I, I'm, if it were any other time, it would have been that would have been the story of the week. But there's just so much other bullshit yeah. going on right by. I mean, if if you could just pick one piece of commentary for the Trump administration, it would be this thing would be a huge deal if it were not drowned out by the cacophony of other huge deals going yeah. on simultaneously. I mean, it's it's a right. really kind of weird, stupid genius because they've made it normal and everyone like people pay, don't pay as much of attention anymore because there's always a bunch of shit going on, um, which is like incredibly the, frustrating. I mean, a couple was it? I can't even at this point remember whether it was a couple of weeks ago or a couple of months ago that it turned out that the 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 entire Trump fortune was built on several million dollars worth of federal tax fraud and like mm -hmm. everyone just let oh, that yeah. go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah there, there there was an entire separate company that was um that was created. Oh, it was like something county. Oh, Shay and I talked about it. It was like it's like it's like something county properties or whatever. And basically, they would buy you know a a boiler for fifty thousand dollars, and then turn around and sell it to the Trump, um, the Trump, um, you know, organization for you know a hundred thousand dollars, and then they would just pocket that extra fifty thousand and and just divide it up between all the Trump children and grandchildren and everything. That's what Fred Trump would do. He would just you know take these these you know you just inflate costs and then divide them around uh, amongst his many progeny until they. You know, I mean, these these are people that were born on third base and not only thought that they hit a triple, but invented the game of baseball. Like that's how fucking stupid these people are. Like Eric Trump, to what Shea was saying, Eric Trump and Don Trump are walking around acting like they're captains of industry, and if they could format a, an Excel spreadsheet, I, I'd blow the both of them. Well, yeah. let's let's remember the Trump organization is really just the Trump family, and then like actually fairly small businesses Ooh. like they aren't they aren't a conglomerate that owns like tons and tons of things as much as they think well they actually okay. have some businesses but it's actually they have very few employees compared to what they make out yeah well what yeah. the what the trump administrations or trump not the trump administration with the trump it's it's the same fucking thing yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, it really is the same thing what the what the trump organization the the business conglomerate is at this point is not a real estate development empire it's a branding mm -hmm. empire right. and it's based off of at this point 
the persona that Donald Trump generated by being, and I'll give him due credit on this, a very good branding and marketing person. I mean, he's very good at that. He's not a good real estate developer, but he's a very good marketeer. Oh, and he's he marketed has, a person that doesn't exist, and that's yeah, the, he the has, dealmaker. He has, managed, he has managed to cultivate himself an image as a master businessman, and then he licenses his name to other real estate developers and uh, and you know any other product that anybody somebody will pay him yeah. to put his name on, and that's how he makes his money. And, and and that was and that that shift was during that the the two thousandsies where you know yeah. the late late the late the late nineties early two thousandsies where he was on my radar just because he was in the news for always being in bankruptcy, and that's how he got over that hump was to just switch from this buying and selling property to this. I'm just going to make a deal where you slap my name on it and I, and I, and I pray it around and, you know, in front of this building or, you know, in front of these stakes or in front of this shitty water, whatever it was, you know, you just, you and, know that's and, how I did it. And I'll give, and like I said, I'll give him that credit. He's made a lot of money doing that. It was a smart business decision, but you know, trying to cast him as being this hugely successful real estate tycoon is, is uh, not accurate. Well, we were talking about people we wanted to see nailed to the fucking wall a minute ago. I, I'm with Shay. The the you know Don Jr. and Eric just just oh my god hit just hit them with just beat them to death with uh, um, badminton rackets for all I care. Uh, well, if you I'm, watched, not, if I'm you not sure watched, if Eric actually speak. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I'm not really sure about him. He he may be challenged. I don't know. Uh, but definitely Don Jr. He's pretty much. He's pretty much set himself up to just get creamed. Well, if you've missed the news this week, uh, Don Jr. is uh, hiding out in Canada. Yes, yes. Uh, and uh, on a on a and I I know nobody listening can see my scare quotes, but hunting trip. Yeah. Um, though it, it speaks to Don Jr.'s genius that he did not go to hide out from a potential Mueller yeah. indictment in a country that doesn't have an extradition treaty. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll pluck his ass right from Canada. Nope, nope. Don't fault a guy from like Brooklyn, like for being, you know, very outdoorsy. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, one one of, one of my new favorite podcasts. You know, one of the things we do here on on the Woodscast is recommend better podcasts, and Chapo's Trap House is, is is probably one of the best ones I've been listening to lately. And they have an entire they they've actually sat down and watched hours of this new Fox Nation, the uh, online um, streaming uh, site that uh, Fox News has put out. And they have uh, almost an entire episode on just making fun of Eric Trump for uh, like he was the he was the initial rollout of like the Trump family. They're like, you know, if you're gonna do a, a 45 minute just bio on somebody, you want you want the top brass. You want you want you want to get your best best people out there. And so they they apparently they threw Eric out there and they were like, this guy's mouth is so pink and so wet. It's like he sleeps with a, a, a ring pop in his mouth. And like I just I I mean I was about to pee myself because it's just all so true. Well, but, it depends on what you mean by best because yeah. if, if our measure if our measure is least likely to go to jail, probably Eric. Right, oh, definitely Eric. Now the other the and and that's why I think that I would love to see Jared Kushner, aka the Kush. Just get nailed to the wall, because if we're talking about real estate developers. Like, <coughs> I was always very, like, I it was a hot butt button issue for me. Like you just said, Adam and, and John said too. Like, the, he's not Donald Trump's not a real estate developer, 
And I knew that. You know, Donald Trump says that he b builds the best buildings. And I say bullshit because he's, he's not. He's not. He's not a um, architect. He's not a draftsman. You know, all he knows how to do is to buy this one the, the square of property in New York. And maybe he's good at buying it low and selling it high or whatever. But the building that's built on there has absolutely fucking nothing to do with Donald Trump, except when he comes in to pick the tile. You know, that's it. Like, he's not sitting at a draft a draftsman table just drawing lines and, and you know, kind of, kind of trying to come up with the, the contours of the exterior. They're like, no, 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 no. He pays people to do that. So, like, you know, when I, when I pay somebody to change my oil, I don't say I changed my oil. I'm like, you know, I had it done. Like, you know, so that, that was that was always my hot button issue. He was like, oh, I, I built the best buildings. No, bullshit. Like, design one building, I'll let you say that. But that's not what you do. And Jared Kushner's in the same fucking boat. Like, Jared Kushner apparently owns, and this is not, I'm not joking here. Jared Kushner owns a building at 666, um, I think it's Parkway, uh, uh, Park Avenue in, in, in uh, New York. But... And he owes something like $500 billion on it or something, something insane. Like, I guess it'd be $500 million. Like he's got a $500 million balloon payment coming up in, at the end of this year. And that's why he's, like, going all over the town. That's why, like, when, uh, you know, Saudi Arabia fucking murdered a journalist, he was like, hey, no big deal. Uh, I need these guys. Yeah, hopefully they'll nail him to the fucking wall at some point. I actually have, and I, I'm a big believer in not uh, drinking expensive wine. Uh, I, I'm a believer in the fact that I currently really enjoy cheap wine, and therefore I don't want to drink expensive wine because then maybe I will see what I'm missing out on. But I have an absurdly expensive bottle of champagne sitting on, sitting on a shelf mm -hmm. that is specifically reserved for the day that Jared Kushner gets put in cuffs. Nice. Yes. <laughs> yeah. We will have... Um... We, uh, Adam and I have actually kind of gone back and forth about this on the Facey Spaces and the My Books. We will have an impromptu uh, episode of the Woodscast where we all just get ripped roaring drunk when Jared Kushner is fucking perf walk. <laughs> yeah. And it, I, oh, I hope they nail that that fucking sack of shit on something. Yeah. Well, and then and then you know you've got his wife. You know the 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 uh, the favored daughter of the Trump uh, family who just gets to willy-nilly willy walk around and do whatever the fuck she feels like, and then she's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You mean, you mean the daughter that Trump wants to have sex with the most? A little bit. More than Accurate. a little bit. Yeah, but no, like, she's, she is she is a senior advisor to the um, White House. Um, she wanted to have all of the security access, but none of the rules. They told her she couldn't do that. And then she finally got the security access. Jared Kushner finally got his security access. And then it comes out, then we find out later that she's been using her personal email for like a year and a half. And, uh, you know, who didn't see that coming? But, like, no, I would love for her to get thrown in cuffs right behind Jared Kushner because <laughs> she, you know, I mean, I, I know it's, it's comparing apples to oranges, but can you imagine how much the... Newt Gingrich's of the world would have absolutely shit their pants if they had given Chelsea Clinton like an official job to do, just out of fucking nowhere. Like if yeah. they if they'd have plopped Chelsea Clinton, you know, granted she was thirteen years old or twelve years old at this time, you know, plopped her in a seat and and had her talk to you know some some uh, you know some foreign dignitaries from China or Singapore. Or, I, I forget what meeting it was at, but like Donald Trump just just he just got the fuck out. And and well, Ivanka Trump just sat down and acted like she was, you know, some kind of ambassador. It was like, 
who the fuck elected you to fuck anything? You've not been appointed to anything. You don't have to imagine too hard because Newt Gingrich did shit himself when uh, when Bill uh, appointed um, Hillary to uh, a a point position on the healthcare reform bill. That's right. Yeah. But that was that was still like a quasi governmental entity. Like it was kind of just like, hey, come up with ideas. Like yeah. Things. So like, not even an official position. <laughs> yeah. And she and she was a grown woman with a law degree. You know, not not some not some. Uh, well, that that might have been the issue. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah, other woman part. <laughs> well. Well. Well, they. they you know, Newt Gingrich didn't have any problem when uh, Donald Trump named his wife, what was it, the uh, ambassador to the Vatican. Jesus. I mean, that's the, that's the whole story of this entire administration is like, if I, can you imagine the outrage if, if Barack Obama had a tape come out of him talking about grabbing women's genitals against their will? Yeah. It would have been a firestorm. But they're totally cool with it when it's their guy. I mean, that's the it entire story like of this ridiculous arg- it, It's almost ridiculous of an argument, but it's true. Yeah. But see, like... At, at, that's why I try not so to go funny. down that road, because it, it's right. just like, But fuck. it's so easy. Yeah. At a certain point, though, like, yeah, they would have, but part of that is that, like, a tape of Obama saying that would never come out. So they yeah. don't imagine that situation because it wouldn't like, because Obama is not a person who would say that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, true. So, but when when a tape of Trump saying that comes out, like there's a certain element of like not surprised. It's like, oh god damn it, this guy. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and like one of, one of the things that always kills me is about this, like you know, if Obama would have done it, it would have been uh, uh you know. We would have set the world on fire. Is that these people? They don't care that they are in charge. Like that's the thing. Is like th- there's this there's this weird dichotomy in that they they have won. They fucking won. But they 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 realize that they don't actually want to govern. They can't govern. They're not good at it. The the guy they elected to lead can't lead. Won't lead. Doesn't fucking know how to lead. So all they do is act like they're being persecuted. Like, it's it's so funny. Like they basically control literally all three branches of government. If you can, if you conclude that the conservative majority in the Supreme Court, like it's just until it's just, next month. Yeah, it's just it's just there. It's just it was it was Shay's right until next until January. It was theirs to do with what they pleased. And what do they do? They fucking bark on Twitter that nobody has locked up Hillary Clinton. I'm like then lock her up. Like I have you know, so. I have, so many, I have so many conservative friends that will tell, will send me a message saying, you know, she did this, this, and this. I'm like, then lock her the fuck up. Like, I literally don't care if you round Hillary Clinton up right now and put her in oh my front God, of a federal judge. Didn't, they, didn't the, 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 uh, the House pull Comey in and talk to him about her emails again this week? Oh, yeah, yeah. The, yes. Jeez, apparently he's a liar. Even Comey's yeah, like... Yeah, even Comey's just like I don't know, man. I'm just I gotta show up. Well, <laughs> like you know, we're we're gonna be guys. We're gonna be rolling around in walkers and wheelchairs, and we're still gonna be reading headlines about Congress's new investigation into Hillary Clinton's emails. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, and that's, well, and that's the thing. To celebrate heard, the 50th anniversary of Hillary's emails, we've decided to reopen the case. <laughs> I've heard that Comey was like, here's Mitch McConnell's head in a jar. The fact that he didn't want to say anything about Clinton. 
What's that? That is the latest thing. The latest thing I've read on Facebook is he's afraid that the Clintons are going to shoot him in the back. Oh, and that's why oh he, that sounds he rather probably, commit yeah. treason. Oh, oh, you mean you mean the latest from crazy people? Yeah. Yes. Uh, oh. Yeah. Well, <laughs> AKA people that I may or may not be related to by marriage. Oh. So, I know these people. I argue, argue with them on the faces spaces as well. So oh, I do you do. Can you imagine, like, all of the people who are still alive and saying crazy shit who would not be if the Clintons actually did have a hit squad? Right. Right. Like, <laughs> like I, I, uh, you know, not, not to throw uh, Jay under the bus because he's not here to defend himself, but, like, we were doing a podcast one day and I was, like, trying to tell him that, that Donald Trump is, is a fucking moron because of X, Y, and Z, and I was like, you know, and uh, I started, like, bringing up Alex Jones. He's like, why are you bringing up Alex Jones? I was like, well, Donald Trump went on his radio program. He's like, no, he didn't. And so uh-huh. I said, I, yeah, so I, I, sent him, I sent him a screenshot I have of, you know, Alex Jones interviewing Donald Trump on the lead up, on the in the run up to the 2016 election. He's like, holy shit. I was like, I told you, bro. Like, this shit happened. Like, like it's where do you think half that stuff comes from? Yeah, like it's so it's so insane. And and, and Adam, like to your point, yeah, like like I tell people that you know people say, well, the Clintons have body count. It's like, do you know that there was a senator who shot a I think it was a a watermelon to prove that the Clintons murdered a guy? And he's like, well, that just sounds ridiculous. It's like, Google it, fucking Google it. It's way more ridiculous than you think. And as long as we're talking about conspiracy theories, I would like to regale you guys with my two favorite ones I've heard this week. You're going to love these. The first one is, is that Steve Bannon, I'm sorry, excuse me, is that Baron Trump is Steve Bannon from the future come back to (laughs) die Donald Trump. Okay. It makes so much sense now. Where did this come from? Uh... It's uh, comes from it's it, it it bubbles up from this QAnon these QAnon people. Oh my god, they yeah. don't even count. That's yeah, like right, right. Uh, uh, I got honestly, one more. If, if you believe some of the stuff, you might as well believe that. <laughs> now and then, this is my favorite. This is my favorite because it's a not provable and b totally doesn't matter. Um, the the new one that's bubbling up from the QAnon people is that Baron Trump. I don't know why they're focused on Baron Trump, but Baron Trump was recently secretly named the youngest grandmaster of chess ever, but they couldn't say it. They couldn't like announce it because it would seem like the, the Trump administration kind of made it happen. So he, he just, just a week or so ago was named the youngest grandmaster of chess ever. Yeah. Because uh, if there's, if there's any, anything that the Trump administration is known for, it's being concerned about optics. Right. Well, and being subtle, subtle is what they're good at. I don't even have anything to say on that. I... <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, it's just I just I just heard that and I was like, well, that's just that's just absolutely fucking fantastic. Like, I don't know what to tell anybody else either. Honestly, okay, fair enough. I'm, I'm looking at that. I hadn't heard that, Justin, and I'm looking at that shit on Snopes right now. Holy <laughs> shit! Yeah, it's it's better. I mean, like, like you want to call me a nerd for watching like Supergirl? That's fine. But then these people will just spend hours posting that. Like, there is no difference in the fiction there. <laughs> At least Supergirl has a story and a plot line. Yeah. Um, wow. Somehow they're actually more invested. I don't know how, but they are. All right. 
So we've kind of we've kind of touched on and run through all the cavalcade of, of, of crap. The last thing I want to talk about and give Shay a couple minutes before we close this out is uh, Shay, would you like to discuss why Lube Dobbs is bad and that we're upset that he's still alive? I, you know, it's it's you know, it's like I said, I live in a world where my dog is dead, but Lou Dobbs is alive and a millionaire, and that fucking chaps my balls. That guy is, I just, if you, I mean, all you need to do really is is go out and and and, and do some video searches, like YouTube searches, and look at shit that you know Lou Dobbs has said on a, what is it, Fox News business? Yeah. He's on uh, Fox yeah. News business, which is the Fox News for Fox News people who can't get on Fox News. Yeah, and he just. Uh, he's just the fucking worst. The thing that really set me off about it was uh, hearing uh, uh, I was listening to a clip of him the other day where he was talking about how he doesn't understand why uh, our public school system doesn't have time dedicated in class to telling people, um, you know, telling the kids why Donald Trump is the greatest president he's ever had and all of the good things that he has done for them. I mean, oh, this is a guy that's fascism. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's fucking fascism. That's why we don't do it. But this is a fucking guy who goes on air and and he says this shit and it pisses me off so much because you know it, it either he's got an obvious disconnect between you know what that what that saying we should be doing that means and or he just doesn't care. Um, but it makes me so angry because there's this whole section of people who watch that and go, yeah, that's a good point. We should do that. Um, and he's he's just the fucking worst. Like I I, I was looking, he's just never done anything worth paying attention to, uh, I- not not re- remotely recently. I'm you curious know. who actually watches Fox News business or whatever it is because, like, I feel like people who have jobs don't actually watch it. But uh, it's, I mean, it's, I feel it's like very people easy. who are really conservative just would watch Fox News. I'm, I'm confused. It's, you know, it's for boomers, man. It's very clearly dedicated to a very specific, you know, section of the population, and it's the older, uh, you know, maybe well off, not more well off, but most certainly white. Uh, population in our country that uh, you know that's targeted at. I mean, basically people just like Lou Dobbs. So I don't. He's just such a bag of shit. Not to uh, get back on the imagine if Obama train, but remember back. Let's do uh, it. Remember back in like 2009 when Choo-choo. Fox when Fox lost their shit at the fact that some like elementary school somewhere had their kindergartners sing a song about Obama being the first black president. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do remember that. Well, one, one, I mean, of the, one of the things that Lou Dobbs does, and and you know, this was my comment on Chase Facebook page, is that you know, yeah, it does suck that Lou Dobbs is still alive and Shay's best furry friend is not, but Roland had a soul. Yeah, and Lou Dobbs is going to live forever off the fear that he instills in Middle America about immigrants, and also. Um, his probably daily and or weekly uh, blood transfusions from children, clearly white children, can't be any color children in that little mix. Oh up. no, he would never have that. Right, but this man well, is so jolly and so awkward. Like I was listening to a podcast just this just today, and they were they were talking about how fucked up Lou Dobbs is and how just horrible he is, like Shay is was was discussing. But then they looked at him and said, like, okay, he's clearly making some money. What's he doing with it? Like, 
you don't play like his. You don't play golf with a body that's as fucked up as Lou Dobbs is because he's just. He, it's basically he's like one big jowl yeah. that they press into a suit and they just like button it up in the back. And uh, I'm. What's that, John? Really channeling some love it, love it or leave it. Yeah. Well, and the and the funny thing they said was like all the money he makes goes to maintain Lou Dobbs in that current state. So just imagine right. what he would look like look like if he didn't have that money. Well, so yeah, if, one, if, he, if he could play golf, it would be much more understandable. Yeah. For one, let's uh, let's not wish death on people. I, I'd, I'd be satisfied with Lou Dobbs just, like, not having an audience and, you know, having to retire. But uh, on the other hand, you know, I, imagine yourself in that position. You'd find something to do with the money. I'd find something to do with oh, the money. Yeah. We all know we would. <laughs> yeah. I, I no matter mean, how jolly we were. Yeah, well, that's the thing. It's like I don't know. Lou, Lou Dobbs just seems to be—he seems to be that 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 last foothold of just super white, super old, super waspy. Just you know, well, just, he, he's a mirror of Donald Trump, really. Yeah, I mean, he might he, not be quite as wealthy and what have you, but really, yeah. like he fits into the exact same mold of what Donald Trump is. Yeah, like he's gonna sit there on Fox News Business and say, like, listen. Yes, your pay might be going down. Yes, that plant down the street might have closed for, because of automation. All this might sound bad, but guess what? It's okay mm -hmm. because we own the libs this last week over here. Somewhere well, in Florida. It's, pro it's probably some brown person's fault. Yeah, it's just, yeah, he's just, it's, he's just a relic. He's such a relic. Like, literally, like, he's dusty. But, <laughs> <laughs> Production quality, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Well, I I think uh, it's authentic, okay? Yeah, I yeah, think that's a, that's a good point to wrap up. Um, I uh, don't want to keep the guys on the East Coast up too late. I would like to appreciate all of them for for doing this. I uh, was thinking are recording right now, right? Oh yeah, totally recording. Fuck off, Jay, or fuck off, John. Um, but uh, uh. I was thinking about this the other day, and basically most of our podcast is ass hat of the week. So I don't think we need to do ass hat of the week because we basically just bust on people for being assets, ourselves included. Yep. But uh, so I guess I guess I want to ask the three of you guys: if there was something that you know made you smile this week, this week in awesome, this week in awesome. John, you want to go for it? You seem you seem you seem like you I'm got something. I've already forgot what mine was. Oh. I'm going to bring it back around. It is absolutely that Godzilla trailer. Yeah, all right. So, I, I, I get on board with that. I, I really appreciate a good demeaning nickname. It's it's one of the things that – it's one of the very, very few things that I do appreciate about Donald Trump is that he is absolutely liberal in his use of, of demeaning nicknames. But – And, uh, and, and also – huh? <laughs> Well, he tries. <laughs> even but, if he's if he's not repeating him, other people help him. So so I'm getting in kind of a I'm killing two birds with one stone here. I'm I'm giving my moment that made me smile this week and also recommending a podcast. But um if everyone remembers uh because the news comes at us at three hundred current events per day uh, now, uh the current acting attorney general Matthew Whitaker and his checkered past uh with a company that uh, 
I did believe, some... I believe it was called Prestige Worldwide. Was his company? <laughs> it was not, but yeah, might as well. Yeah. It had some uh, some shady dealings uh, involving hot tubs. Yeah. And uh, on on Pod Save America, they uh, bestowed upon Mr. Whitaker the demeaning nickname of Hot Tub Crime Machine. Oh, ah! that's pretty good. That's good. <laughs> uh, I thought you were going to talk about the fact that uh, um, his uh, his patent uh, his patent company um, they took the business of a man who was going to create a, a well endowed toilet bowl for those of you that are constantly dipping your junk into the cold water. And it was like there was this like there was this very long like five or six. The best of us. Yeah, there was this very long like five or six point plan about how that the toilet bowl, you know, the shape of the toilet bowl and how the water filled up in it was a problem, and it needed to be higher because you know, a good twelve a, a good twelve <laughs> inch difference between the edge of the toilet bowl and the water was good for most endowed men. I was like, oh come on now, y'all y'all think that. Cold down there. Yeah, every, every every podcast I've heard talk about, they called it the hog toilet. I love that. That's what it should be called. Yeah. All right. Well, I got um, I've got one that made me smile. I don't know if you guys caught this this uh, news article, but a uh, a DC uh, there was a man from New Mexico that tried to get married in DC last week, about a week ago or so. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, that's all. Yeah, there was a D.C. clerk that demanded an international driver's license because she did not know that New Mexico was a fucking state. So, yeah, like so I I believe this. And let me relay to you the story of why I believe this. So my my first year of law school, uh, I I attended in Washington, D.C. And I once uh was going to a bar with some of my classmates and I was denied admittance by the bouncer uh, oh, who, what? who believed that my ID was fake because West Virginia was not a state. Oh. <laughs> well, see, and, that's the man. thing. Like, I thought this was the best story ever because I was, you know, the at least three of the four of us had, were born and raised in West Virginia. You went to law school there. We know that we have... F- all of us have fielded this question at least once where we had to explain that no western there's no there's no western west virginia there's well, no western virginia is a separate there, state. there is technically a western virginia but it's well, not yeah. the same yeah. well, and you you would think that a a washington dc bouncer who is uh who who was at that very moment and i would assume for most of his time uh approximately a 1 hour drive from the west right. virginia border right would, Understand that it was a state. <laughs> a good portion of the eastern panhandle is now like suburbs of Washington D.C. Yeah, like I I am not s- superbly familiar with the uh, you know the the layout of Illinois, but I am very fucking aware of Indiana and Wisconsin. Well, well, well for month, what it's worth, Marshall played in the uh, New Mexico Bowl last year. And we may have had certain players on our team that tweeted like Mexican flags after oh. they announced there. So it happens. <laughs> it's so funny. Like I, I would have thrown an absolute fit if it was me. But, well, you're not from New Mexico, so uh, yeah. Yeah, and, and even hammered drunk, I might not be able to find it on the map, but I know it's a state. I mean, for fuck's sake. 
Yeah. I don't know. There, there are a couple states that I'm kind of iffy on. New Mexico is surprisingly not one of them. Like whether or not it's a state or where it is? Both. Okay. Well, that's good. All right. <laughs> well, we need to, we need to, get a, we need to, to wrap this up because uh, Adam's about to fall asleep in his own chair. Because it's late. It's late in the eastern, eastern uh, time zone. Shay is either high or has frozen. No, he's moving. His eyes are right here. I'm good. Yeah. I'm scroll I'm scrolling through uh different articles on Snopes. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Well guys, I uh, appreciate all of you being on. It's always fun. Like we say, it's it's always fucking fun. Uh Shay and I enjoy it. I get to talk to my little brother at least once a week when we do this podcast and I get to talk to you guys. John haven't seen you in a while. Adam haven't seen you since homecoming, so it's always good to talk to you guys. Um so if you, uh, we hope you guys like this podcast. Uh, we enjoy the shit out of it. Um, uh, I mean, I hate to say it, but we honestly do it more for us than uh, anybody listening. But we hope you enjoy listening as well. That's accurate. <laughs> That's I mostly accurate. do it so I can drink during the week. Yeah. <laughs> what, wait a minute. Wait a minute. You're not allowed, why, why can't you drink during the week if you're not doing podcasts? Uh, do you know what's going on in my life? Yeah, well... I did not uh, get your wife pregnant twice. That's your problem. So yeah, yeah I messed yeah. up. Yep, <laughs> that he knows of. <laughs> yeah. Um, so um, if you enjoy the Whipscast, and we hope you do, because we, like I said, we enjoy doing it. Um, hit us up on SoundCloud. You know, we're every place you can find your uh, your podcast. You can find us. Um, hit us up on Twitter. Uh, it's at Woodscast the. And then on Facebook, it's uh, Woodscast1776, because fuck Alex Jones and all his shit. And then, um, yeah, if you have a question, comment, or would like to talk about how ugly Shay is, I'm always welcome to discuss that. Uh, hit us up at thewoodscast1776 at gmail.com. Um, because, what's that? You're dead to me. Well, I'm the older and handsomer brother, so I get to do that. <laughs> all right, everybody. Thanks for being on the podcast, guys. Bye-bye. Uh, all right, Shay, say goodbye to the nice people. Toodles. Toodles.